Hello, everyone. Welcome to season two of VH Hunties with Kyle and Ben. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ben. And how are you, and Kyle? The, pan- the pandemic is back, Benjamin. That's how I'm doing. Miss Omicron is here. She's queer, and we are going to get used to it. Is she queer? Is that, are we queer coding um, Omicron? Maybe. She does have a flair for the dramatic. She made an entrance. And here we are. Here we are. My job just announced today that they're enforcing that all people who aren't required to be on-site work off-site. And part of me is like, oh no, this means that the pandemic's back. And the other part of me is like, well, I fucking hate this job, so this will really help my Real Housewives of Potomac watching. So I'm very happy on oh that Oh my front. god. And weren't you just saying also to me, like, you were, like, really crushing the fucking, um, what's it called? The work-from-home life. You Like, you were like, I'm, I'm thriving right now. Well, it, the reason I'm killing the work-from-home life is because my work demands upwards of six hours of work of me a week and the rest of the time i just sit around the office waiting for something to do so this is really the prime time to be working from home yeah oh absolutely which is like pretty nice but then also like it's christmas it's the week of christmas oh my god yeah i know this week is christmas week for everyone who's or i need to cut this out this logic makes no sense but merry christmas everyone happy valentine's day probably when you're listening whenever this is no this will probably come out like in a few weeks like where our backlog is like is dwindled like i'm starting to edit season two now oh, wow. okay. we, can, we can cut this whole chunk but anyway time no time i'm not going to because what's actually really funny is when we recorded the episode that came out this week we so actually talked about 12, christmas we talked about christmas I was like well this will probably come out around christmas and we were right we so, were so right we've just like kyle and i have both like had a journey over the past two weeks i got my wisdom teeth removed and then Kyle got sick and his voice was weird and I was really tired. So we haven't recorded in a minute, but we're back, baby. I sounded so hot with a cold then. I cannot even tell you. I was singing like Then why didn't we record outside? Oh, I was so butch. I really can't stay. I was killing that shit. Killing Did the, you like the butch send first. butch like uh voice notes to people like to seduce them? absolutely not that would be false advertisement i guess well good for you for keeping yourself right. honest um how are you doing what's I'm what's okay. going on how are you how are your teeth how are your sockets my, are they dry ma- no because i didn't use are straws deep you got those deep sockets daddy a little bit sorry i was like <laughs> fing- i was like not fingering i was like tonguing around my my holes in my mouth oh my um God. But no, I think I healed really well. Like, not Good. to brag, but like, I'm pretty sure I bounced back pretty quickly. Like, I was like eating solidish food like a few days after. Um, yeah, like I've been fine. Um, I didn't take strong meds because, like, I'm in Canada. But my sister was here, so that was really nice for like she oh, was coming cute. up for an early Christmas. Yeah, so we did a lot of family stuff, which was a funsies experience. Nice. Um, but right now it's fucking cold outside. It's like minus three degrees Celsius. Ugh. Everything is frozen. I'm like, I'm in hell. If hell was cold, that is where I would be. I worked cool. out for the first time today, this afternoon, since Ooh. like before my surgery. So like two weeks ago, which was so hard. I was like, I'm weak. 
Isn't it so sad how the body just turns on you at the drop of a dime? It's so rude. I hated it so much, but we bounced back. We completed yeah, the workout. And how about you? How are you? What did you have for lunch today? Thank you for asking, Benjamin. I had drunken noodles because my favorite Thai restaurant was having a buy one, get one specifically on drunken noodles with chicken this week. And I had an Uber Eats coupon for $12 off a $30 order. So I got two buy one, get one drunken noodles for a total of four drunken noodles. So I'm having drunken noodles every day this week. That's like, the not like, it's like the four days of drunken noodles is your 12 days of Christmas. I'm swimming in the nudes. I can't get enough. I'm so, I had nudes, like I've had so many just because like I could eat them. So um, I'm like, wow, like nudes are great. Just gumming those nudes. No, not gumming. Mm. I have I just for the record, I have all my teeth minus three <laughs> out of four wisdom teeth. There was no gumming of anything going on. But yeah, like I'm glad we're both thriving and you have a cosmo. I have a cosmo. Have you been you watching Sex in the City? Is that why? I haven't. I haven't. I've actually never seen it, and I think that's going to be oh my god projects. What? No, Kyle. No, it's not because we. You need to catch up on the Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm not letting You're you right. start okay. another franchise. Okay, fine. I've I've only seen a few episodes here and there, but this isn't a Sex in the City podcast. This is a Rock of Love podcast. It's a Rock of Love podcast, and I heard a guy died on a Peloton bike in Sex in the City, and you want to know who else died on wheels? These babies in rock oh i was gonna say also all of the all the contestants every also all died they all everyone uh, across the board did a horrible job oh my god no they didn't some of them did well like well well in what you might ask audience listeners (laughs) (laughs) well audience listeners this week on rock of love it's the fucking stroller derby which like is a genius competition but also just highlights the fact that this show has just so much like disregard for the contestant's safety (laughs) any zero this puts the mud bowl to shame so and like and you know the mud ball's coming back. Do you think? Oh, absolutely. I hope it's so. like the snatch game. Oh, I hope it's like so. the challenge, right? Because I know they did it. I watched it on season three with you. Oh, see, I forget it all. I just smoked so much weed during this quarantine. I forget everything that happened. <gasps> oh my god! Speaking of forgetting, quick tangent. Every time, like we literally finish recording episodes, and then, like I swear to God, I black out. I don't know what we said. So then when I edit them, I'm always texting you, being like, <laughs> oh my god, we talked about this, and you're like, no, we didn't. And I'm like, yes, we did! I don't remember any of it. <laughs> Me either, but that's why we're both drinking right now. But let's dive into the stroller derby. We're just gonna get in there hard and fast, like the episode. So, like, the idea, the, the premise of this challenge is absolutely brilliant. So they break up into three teams of four, and their yes. entire goal is to push around this like high-tech baby doll in a toy stroller while running away from the LA Derby Dolls, a roller derby team, plus Lacey Connor, famously third place in Rock of Love Season 1. Like incredible this is like when they brought henny back for this girl group challenge on all stars four like legendary 
but this was like even this was just like toxic because as soon as Lacey they reveal Lacey is on the roller oh derby God. team and I was like there's no way she's on the roller derby team you're just bringing her back to cause oh, mess and people are already like literally they're like ah oh, conniving slut Lacey's back yeah and I was like you're ripping her no Lacey like I think it's one thing for the girls of season one to call her a conniving slut a demon bitch from hell if you will but I think, like, they don't even know her. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, you're judging her based on what you saw on TV. She's probably not that bad. I think Lacey really sort of understood the assignment more she was given in this episode, though, as the villain. Totally. And because I think she now knew reality TV, right? Like, the first time you do it, you don't know. But now she knows. And, and I was just like, it was chaotic. I was like, why is Lacey back for this challenge? None of this makes any sense. And girl can skate. Maybe she actually was. Yeah, I, I don't think she was. I th- I like... have a better time believing Lacey is a roller derby girl than the the doctor, quote unquote, oh my they hired to the measure the trauma doctor. of the baby dolls is a real doctor. <laughs> We should go be back and see if this is the guy that measured Brett's penis in season one. <gasps> oh the, my you know, god, we should. Because I also, I don't believe, yeah, it's probably the same fake doctor. So the babies, listeners, they're like specially designed baby dolls to measure physical trauma, which like, why? Who made They're the these? ones like I... the girls took home in high school when you took like yeah. that home ec class. It was like very sexist and outdated. That I've only ever seen on TV. Was that real in your yeah. high school? I think we had the baby dolls, yeah. We had the oh baby my dolls. god, I've only ever seen it on TV. And I was like, wow, that's wild. America. Crazy, yeah. Um, but yeah, know, Instead just... of sex ed, we just force girls to be parents in high school. <laughs> but and these dolls are designed to like measure physical trauma from like injury, which I guess is kind of helpful, but seems pretty sketchy why they exist. So they have to like protect the they have to make sure the baby receives as least the least amount of trauma as possible and like literally these teams like none of these girls stood a chance like there was no. like like no one i was this is why i said they all did badly like these babies were fucked up most of them most of them and i i think the teams were pretty evenly matched in terms of physical strength and strategy too we had pink team with Daisy, Destiny, Catherine, and Megan. Red team with Jessica, Roxy, Amber, and Peyton. And the blue team with Aubrey, Christy, Joe, Ina, and Angelique. And, like, to me, there's no obvious, oh, my God, this is my team like there usually is. But, like, gut instincts, I'm on Ina's team. I'm on the blue team. Oh, I... Think I... Ina has it down. As soon as they said Ina, like Ina, they were like, Ina's on this team. I was like, well, obviously this team is going to win. Like, it's yeah. Ina. Have, did you notice that Brett keeps calling her his Ukrainian love tank? Oh my god. His love what? Love tank. I'd be bullshit. Lo- oh, love tank? Yeah. I thought you said love tape. And I was like, Ew, Ukrainian love taint? What the Ew. fuck? Which is almost less offensive somehow than, like, Ukrainian love tank. But, like, Ina, like, I was, as soon as it was, it's kind of like Heather 
or rodeo in like the motocross challenge mm-hmm. yeah. you like mm-hmm. knew these girls could just do it and i was like ina is the only one who i just assume will be able to punch back and girl were we maybe <laughs> peyton peyton was the only other girl i was like i trust her wait i was like maybe it's because i like Group one, I don't even remember the order, so <laughs> I think I rewatched this when I was high on drugs. They started with the pink team, so with Daisy, Destiny, Catherine, and Megan. Oh and my god, this team they, was um, s- s- fucking awful. But they, I, I actually thought they had a really cute start, because like, Catherine and Daisy both revealed that they skate. They didn't have much in common, but then like Daisy's really like, hey, Catherine, you're a mother, right? Like, what are your strategies for keeping your child safe? How can we apply that to this challenge? And I was like, that was actually really thoughtful of Daisy to remember that Catherine was a mom and to ask her to to incorporate her motherly instincts into this little baby doll challenge. Like, granted, it's wild, but I thought that was a really cute bonding. Okay, listen, they were like, before they, they do it, like, the girls are talking strategy, and I was like, how are you talking strategy? Like, this isn't a normal circumstance a parent would ever find themselves. You know? This isn't the yeah. Hunger Games of babies. Like, Catherine, what's your advice <laughs> to protect this child who is in no safety gear in the world's shittiest stroller? Brutal. Like, I was like, this is a toy stroller from Toys R Us, and it was from 12 years ago. And yeah. nowadays, no strollers look like that. We'll post this on the Instagram to see what the stroller was because, like, nowadays, like, granted, this was 2008, right? Yeah, but still, yeah. there was no one was fucking pushing in LA of all places a stroller like that. Absolutely not. Like, it was a toy stroller, though. They were, they were cruising. <laughs> it was like, but that question was just so funny. It was like, Catherine, how would you strategize to protect the baby? And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I just, I thought it was really cute, though. I was just such a softie. I was like, aww. Daisy and Catherine bond in. But Daisy kind of, Daisy starts off cruising as, as the runner. Oh, is it Daisy the one who's pushing the thing? Yeah. I thought it was Destiny. But I trust you Destiny? more than I trust me. Maybe it was Daisy. I don't remember yeah, like, who did. I don't remember even the teams. So like, I think it was Daisy, and she was cruising really well. But then, and this is why, even though I don't think Lacey's on the roller derby team, that she's a really good skater because Lacey was actually the one to catch up to Daisy. And not only does she get the doll, but she just starts beating the living pulp out of this doll. It was so funny. Oh my god, it was iconic watching her rip the doll. Rip it. Isn't this the team that like the baby lost an arm? That was the red team. You're getting ahead of yourself. Oh, this geez. baby though had there's a cerebral hemorrhage, shaking trauma, lacerated organs, spinal trauma, and diagnosed dead <laughs> by the doctor. Honestly, yeah, they're, they're like your child is dead. But yeah, that's right <laughs> because then the s- second team is the red team, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the one where the baby loses an arm. Yeah, this was and... that, and I was I was shocked too because like, I know I said I'd be on blue team, but of all the runners that they chose, Daisy, Peyton, Christy, Joe, my money was on Peyton immediately. Wait, was Daisy like, was on it. both teams. No, so, of the those are the three kind of runners who like ran the. Dog oh, okay. I was like, oh, hey, yeah, Peyton was the runner for the red team. Yeah, I, I trusted her. You see. 
that I I didn't. I knew this was going to be KJ's like shit because in the pre-interviews, KJ was like, "I skate," and I was like, "Okay, then <laughs> this is yeah. the most logical choice. You're going to do it." And like, I feel like KJ would excel in roller derby personally yeah yeah yeah. like she has that energy but also so does Peyton so I can like it's a toss-up honestly I think between Peyton and KJ and Ina for the best runner yeah I agree. even though Ina I didn't I was like the three women I, I was like who her. would kill yeah. them were these three I was like these are the three you should have done that because they will punch the person back totally Daisy why would you do that Daisy is tiny this is a horrible idea <laughs> Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what the fuck? But the second team goes, and, like, the baby loses an arm. The, the roller derby girls rip the arm off the baby and start chewing on it. They are unhinged. It was iconic. I was like, it honestly, was work. But do you want to hear a really gross line I wrote down? Is it from Peyton? It might be from Peyton. I don't know who said it because I was I didn't even pause it. I was like, I just need to write down oh. the sentence. It was, it makes me want to breed. That is the only quote that I had written down too. And it like, <laughs> this is a moment where like, I truly forget that sometimes gay people and straight people live in two totally different worlds. Like, I forgot that that word literally meant to procreate and not just and not just come like inside come in someone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I completely forgot and I heard that. I was like, oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, like, it's not that I necessarily forgot it. I just think that's such a weird, like, way to say, like, it makes me want to have kids. Like, it makes me want to breed. I just I'm think just it's like, to, like, you just want to take some loads up that poo-ha? Ew. I don't know why I said poo-ha, but anyways, I, know, I, just, I did. Like... So now let's just dive right. Like group three goes. Like what are group two's injury? Like I know there's amputation. <laughs> group two's injury: mild head trauma, moderate torso trauma, bruised organs as opposed to the previously lacerated organs, a lost arm, and diagnosis: severe defects, defects with no chance at a normal life, but alive. Honestly, like. The bar is still so low for success, oh, but the yeah. group three, I think, like ostensibly does the best, even though they also sucked. But they did they re- no. Had... Actually, I would take that back. They did really no, well. They actually did really, really well, and they had by far the best strategy out there, where they just said, "Christy Joe, you're the only girl on this team who knows how to skate. The rest of us do not know how to skate, so we are all going to quite literally." lay down on the rink and prevent these girls from skating by it was amazing they do that and kj just flies i think she gets two laps in before the roller girls come and yeah before they get her yeah like (laughs) their strategy works really really well until obviously she catches like you know because it's a rink like as soon as they heat back up like it works so well and like kj (laughs) fucking eight of this challenge yeah and aubrey and was, like fought lacy off like aubrey literally like threw elbows at lacy and like got her out of kj's way it was it, this team killed it oh my god was aubrey oh my god aubrey was on this team hold on sorry yeah aubrey was okay yeah i was like i i was like was she yeah aubrey was and and so was angelique right yeah, yes, oh my god, that's right, the date. <laughs> yeah, so like, it really showed out, and then like, after the doctor diagnoses them, 
it's pretty clear who the winner is. I know all this baby had was mild head trauma, mild shaking trauma, and he's expected to live a normal life. And KJ came in with the quote for her team and it's like, all our baby needs is counseling. Like, great, we'll go together. I was like, work, mental health queen. <laughs> I would never go to therapy with my child, but I would also never have a child. Did we announce that the blue team won before I demanded we go on a break to blow my nose? I, I feel like it did. was pretty self-evident that the blue team won. The blue team won everyone, with Christy <laughs> Joe winning the individual date as the runner for the baby. And so the other three, Ina, Angelique, and Aubrey, get the group date that is happening. Oh. Almost right away. My god. Like, <laughs> they literally go home and change the shower and go on a group date. And, like, honestly... Probably the coolest date to date because they get to go to a burlesque club, which I've never been to, but would love to go. I love a burlesque show. You've been? It sounds so fun. I've been to very many. My first one was at a sex toy expo. Oh, cool. In Montreal. Yeah. And that's how I learned that like, if you want to make nipple tassels yourself, you want to use eyelash glue. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyways, I've been to many a one. I didn't like this date as you a concept. Didn't? Tell me why. Because it got I liked the first half when they went to a burlesque show. I was like, oh, this is fun. And then it got weird. When they were like, I mean, now it's there are your turn layers to of it having dance for me. And I was like kind of icked about I don't know why, like not in terms of like uh I'm anti burlesque. It just seemed like I don't know. I think there's something about, like, they didn't know, and I don't necessarily think you can surprise someone by being like, okay, now it's your turn to get on stage and turn me on in front of the other girls and also the bar owner. I feel like this is more of a challenge than a date, right? Like, I feel like if you make it to the date, you deserve to coast a little bit, and this burlesque thing could have been a challenge and not a date. But the girls didn't stride. They did. They took it in stride. It just, like, I was like, it's weird there. They have to dance for him. Now, like, made me feel strange. But, like, when they dance for him, like, the other girls have fun. They're doing it. But there is one girl in particular who literally almost got this place. Literally closed by the government. Insane. Out of control. One guess at who it is. Of course it's Frenchie Angelique. What happened? So, like, you knew it was going to start bad because Dakota, one of the dancers at the bar, like, starts out trying to tell Angelique, she's like, listen, girl, like, it's all about the art of the tease. You want to be these men imagining. You want these men fantasizing. It's not about the tease itself. And Angelique is like, I do not tease. I just show my titties. And I'm like, oh, no, this is not going to go well. So, like, Ina gets up. She's slow, sexy, and fun. Brett's like, you suck at burlesque, but you're my girl. Aubrey... Gets up there. I didn't know she was a trained dancer. She does a really good job. And then Angelique just gets up there. First of all, say what you want about Angelique. She looked like a blonde Jessica Rabbit up there. She looked so good. And then within 20 seconds, she's tits out. And then 20, 21 seconds in, she is 
full full punani on the ground like (laughs) leaving a snail trail behind her like it was like Roz from monsters inc it was out of control out of control (laughs) that's so gross the imagery but yeah she's literally on the bar where they serve the drinks like pussy out yeah and normally i was like okay it worked but then um the bar owner <laughs> rushes in and is like cut the camera's dead ass like this yeah. cannot fly we are not this kind of establishment we have a specific license for what we can do and like literally gave them all a lecture about like he's like you could literally shut down my business by doing yeah, that after the dance like the dancer came and scolded them immediately and then right after the bar like th- this was like you could tell they were panicking it was like absolutely and like completely justified i i think that's like that's not real like i think like as all i am for like sex positivity and body positivity i think angelie took it to a place that like isn't burlesque i do i do have to give it to her like if you don't know any better i think to the lay person burlesque and strip clubs are synonymous you know but I think Dakota was trying to explain to them what it was. Okay, and Angelique D- was Dakota, like, that this Dakota is was very clear. Yeah. Dakota was and very, Angelique very just ignored it. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, like, but I think that's ultimately why, like, does her in, you know? Like, she wasn't paying attention. And she really fucked it. And it, then it got very uncomfortable for the rest. Like, the group date kind of, like, literally had to end because I have never in my years watching reality TV show dating shows, seen the proprietor of an mm-hmm. establishment be like, cut the cameras. Dead ass. I mean, normally it's like a, a rush. You're like, oh my god, I have the cameras on my business. This is great. He was like, you guys need to leave. Yeah, and like literally almost kicks them out. And then yeah. it's over. And then it's the next day. And really, yeah, like, was, the chaos... There was so much drama back at the house, Ben. I thought that was the next morning. Oh, no. No, 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 was no, it no. that night? Oh, I thought it was the night. next morning because it really it feeds into KJ's date. Well, because they came back and partied, so this and... drama was going on. And then, because remember, Aubrey came back and had to check on her girl, who was a mess. Who is KJ? Yeah. So back at the house, Christy oh, okay. Joe was, was having a meltdown, and I actually didn't know that Christy Joe herself is a mom. She reveals in this moment. She is a mom, but, like, we have to tell them why KJ is having a meltdown, and it's because she was being a messy bitch. I'm right? Like, she literally was starting Yeah. I, you know, I don't think it was as bad as the girls were making it out to be, but it was a little shady. She kind of, like, she brought Catherine's motherhood into the challenge, and she was like, as a mother, I don't understand how Catherine failed that challenge, protecting that baby. And, like, like you said, like, Protecting a baby from a swarm of angry lesbians is not a typical hallmark of good parenthood, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah, it was, but, like, I don't know. Like, I that was, like, un- such an unnecessary, like, bitchy comment to me. Right, yeah. No, like, no, she I was, was gonna, starting I was shit. KJ, but you're right, yeah. yeah like, yeah, she, right. Li- she was, like, I don't know if she meant to start drama, but she started drama. I think that's... I don't think the intention was there, but the execution was absolutely a drama-starting execution. And I think that's symptomatic of someone who's not well-versed in reality television. 
Yeah, you're totally right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not like, used to having the cameras on her at all times and the words. And other good. people listening. Like, it yeah, wasn't like she yeah, said yeah. this to the confessional. She fully said this to Daisy. Yeah, yeah. You're very so right. I'm like, you're a messy bitch, KJ. And your only emotional expression really is, like, messy, cold bitch. <laughs> like, that is your, like, speed in this competition. And it fucks her over. Oh, so Because hard. then Just... Daisy goes, tells Catherine. Mm-hmm. And then Catherine's like, how dare she say that to me? And I agree. Like, how dare you say that? Like, that's so fucked up to question yeah. someone's parenting. Yeah. That based on wild. a stroller derby contest. Like, that ain't it, Christy Joe. No. Like, it was but, gross. Like, I do think it goes a little awry, because it just, like, it storms out of control, and then Daisy and Megan and Jessica and the VIP girls all get involved. Yeah, because none and of them like Christy Joe. And, like, that's where I think it got a little messy, because, like, Destiny is just like, hey, girl, like, listen, there's some drama going on. And Christy Joe is like, Destiny, I love you. I think you look like Demi more, which is a weird defense to immediately jump to. Yeah, that defense didn't make much sense, personally. But I also really don't give a fuck about Destiny. Can I say that? She's not... Gra- okay, she seems like a front runner, but she's not grabbing me, right? Yeah I, yeah, I like. I really don't like her. I'm like, you're flop, flop, city bitch. Like, you're go on, girl. Give us nothing. And like this whole afternoon, like the next day, I was just like, I truly do not give a fuck about Destiny. Yeah, next to Kirsten Cinema, second biggest bisexual woman flop out there. Like, I'm sorry. She's a bisexual. Oh, she's our bicon of the season. Yeah. Oh my god! Literally, see, didn't know. Because she probably said it, and I... For- oh, fuck. Wait, I is she? Like Destiny. No, she is, but I actually like Destiny. I don't think you like Destiny? You think she's a flop. I she's think like, she's like, so boring. She started and strong. I'm, she did, and now I just like can't. I'm like, you're so boring. Yeah, that's you're, fair. That's fair. Why, like, her acceleration of this drama, I just thought was so bitchy. Yeah, yeah. And left such a bad taste in my mouth, where I was yeah, like, she had no business. Suck. She had no business accelerating like, the drama. She, I'm just like, you're, um, I was like, I, I wrote down, I was like, Destiny is a miserable person. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I maybe I was in a mood. I just hate her okay, <laughs> on the show. Fair. I'm like, you suck. I have a hard time rooting for you because I'm pretty sure you'll go far based on your editing around you, but I hate mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. So I'm conflicted. Whereas like, I also don't like Christy Joe, but I felt bad. Like, do I think Chrissy Joe started shit? Yes. Did I feel bad for her the next day? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, that was oh, some especially... like high school mean girl bullshit. And I was like, okay, that's why I think Destiny's a miserable person. Especially, well, Me- you know, I love Megan. You love Megan. We are Megan stands in this house. Megan went a little, a little far where she was just like, babes, you gotta warn me if you're gonna round the corner without makeup on. You look terrifying. And that was like... Oh my when God, Aubrey came back and too? found her... Oh my... And that's why when Aubrey came back and Christy Joe, Christy Joe was like, get the cameras out, no one can see my face. And I was like, oh, like that's actually really sad. That like... That broke Yeah, Megan also sucks. Like, I think that's why I really struggled like the last half of the, like, the last quarter of this episode. It was just like mm-hmm. the mean girl bullshit. That wasn't good television. 
I just like I, I again Megan apologist, but like I I don't think Megan started the shit. I feel like Megan got caught up in the shit and went a little too far. But I don't think I she was involved. I think in Megan it. voluntarily joined the shit. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. She they all the the people who this was between was Daisy, Catherine, and Christy Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Destiny and Megan and someone named Jessica, who is allegedly on this show. <laughs> She's um, the what is it, Faith? Who is the girl? There are too many people from like there was also a Tawny. Mia, it was Mia. Uh, Mia, yeah. <laughs> Someone like we literally said so many names. <laughs> but no, it's very that where I'm like, who the fuck is Jessica? She's on this show. But it's the same with yeah, I'm just like, I can't. But like Megan inserted herself because Megan's also a messy bitch, even though I love her. But I find her more charismatic than Destiny. Yeah, yeah. Des- that's why Destiny is like she's like my Meredith Marks oh. of the season, where you love them, and I'm like, yeah. I don't get it. Oh, I wouldn't say I love Destiny. Let's not put words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, let's move on to the aftermath <laughs> of this because I feel like we've just like gone in a huge circle. That's fair. We yeah, we have. So the aftermath of this is the next day, Christy Joe. Never mind. Hold on. I need to jump back in here because this this made me pissed. How oh, dare yeah. they give someone a one-on-one date the day of an elimination and say, you come up with it. Are you fucking kidding that me? That was rude. That, that was, was so, so rude. rude. That was fucked up. Brett like, made her cook for him on her one-on-one date. That was gross. Livid. I was so... Maybe this is why I also have very strong feelings about this, is because, like, I just feel like the last third of this episode was so fucked up. And, like, I this this was... This is where I hated it, but God love them. It's been two and a quarter... Or it's been a season and a quarter at this point. This is where you finally see production waking up and going, oh my god, we can pull some strings here. You know? Like, they were like, we want these girls to crash this state. We know these girls will crash this state. This state is going to be in the backyard by the pool. Christy Joe. Oh my god, I know. And then they probably told them, Destiny and what's her nuts? Daisy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. go use your vip time and like i don't know like i just feel like that's such a, sh- a fundamentally shitty thing to do yeah the daisy i think daisy's involvement is more just i, I do kind of feel bad for daisy but like this is why this last episode fucking sucked yeah <laughs> like destiny uses her vip time to literally interrupt the one-on-one and I was like, that's so unfair. Christy Joe has literally been prepping a fucking barbecue. And yeah. you're such a mean bitch that you do this. This is why I think Destiny's a miserable person. <laughs> that's but like not only was it unfair, but like to me, I was like, girl, this is just a bad look. Like you're embarrassing yourself. If I were the man on the date with Christy Joe, I would be appalled by this behavior. And this is where like I know I go back and forth on Brett, but this is where Brett lost me, where he was like yeah, I respect you for coming and getting your time, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, Brett, no, this is disgusting. This is rude. Like, have some class for the person you're on a date with who's opening up to you about her two marriages, one of them that is currently ongoing. you literally made her cook for you. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was so disrespectful to Christy Joe. And I I was like, this is gross. And the fact that Daisy, not Daisy, Destiny was so happy about it. 
I was thrilled. like, you're such a fucking bitch. You're going to fuck around one day and someone's going to pop off on you and you are going to deserve it. And people will be like, Ben, don't say that. I'm like, no, no, no. Sometimes you poke a bear too many times, the bear swipes mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's destiny. And I'm like, I don't like you. I don't know why I feel so heated about destiny. I literally did not yeah, come into this podcast right meaning to take down destiny. I just think like recounting the moments of it just like took me to a place. I don't know. Like this is we're getting deep. I think it just took no, me I to mean... a place of like I in high school like wasn't super popular. It was like kind of chubby, and so I just have like the archetype of that person who I fundamentally think destiny is the mean girl from high school who turns out mm-hmm. to have a shitty life. I was like triggered by it. And I was like, destiny sucks. I will never That's be team fair. destiny. I wish her the worst. I wow. said it. Wow. She's never coming on the pod, Kyle. Wow. The Just based on this, I'm like, this room. yeah, I'm erasing her. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I would totally have Lacey on the podcast, though. Oh my god, I can't wait. Obsessed with Lacey. Obsessed. Like, I, obsessed. Destiny, no. Like, okay, I will, fair. like, understand everything Lacey did, and I'm like, you're we're being a psycho reality TV villain. Destiny, I was like, you're just being a mean bitch. And Speaking of people who we really want in the pod, Rodeo sold a house yesterday. I saw that she Oh my god, did you ever email her? No, do you want me to? No, you said you were going to. I say a lot of shit, Ben. <laughs> I literally just ed- edited an episode when you said you would... I, well, I'll end up cutting this out, this rodeo part, maybe. But like you were like, I'm totally going to email rodeo. And I was like, okay, awesome. Like, you never I'm... saw Brandy M's porn. Oh, I've never, I've never saw Brandy M's porn. And those are two things in the episode that just came out to the we... day we are recording that you it's said like you would... Pro- you're proving our point, though. <laughs> I don't rem- You started this episode talking about how neither of us remember shit that we say, and you're expecting me to remember shit I said. You are, We already established we don't. <laughs> I have no recollection of anything. I know. <laughs> Kyle and I are just messes. Do you know Not who else good. is a mess? After Destiny leaves, oh. Christy Joe is like really visibly starting to spiral because she like got kicked out of her own date. Yeah, understandably. I don't blame her for a second. Yeah, I was like, I felt so bad for her. And, yeah. But I also like, it was almost humanizing watching her go through this like humiliation. I think that's what I want to call it the humiliation of Christy Joe. Okay. Is like, I was like, wow, that's so brutal. Brutal. And it's like hot people have problems too, you know? Oh, <laughs> hot people have problems too. Yes. They're just like us. And then Daisy tries to come out. Tries to. And this this is where Brett went wrong the first time. Brett was just like, babes, now's not the time. I'm literally on a date. Like, you need to go. It made no sense. No sense. So he, like, like Brett for like finishes his date, but then like good on him. He like follows back up with Daisy and is like, listen, girl, like I know you got sucked into some mean girl shit. I know you have a better heart than that. Like, let's cut the bullshit and talk. And I was like, wow, like still pissed at you for letting destiny take the time. But that was actually really mature and like, understanding. Okay, but fun was it because he still let destiny do it. 
I know, I know, but like, and then I, and penalized that's Daisy, and I think like if he it was the other way around, and he let Daisy do it, I would have far like less qualms about it because it's a contained narrative arc, mm. and it would have been like but we know they're know beefing. That. I know he doesn't know that, but like, I mean, from a production standpoint, in terms okay, of who okay. they let go out first, you know, that's fair. Like, they really should have said Daisy go out there first, and then Destiny will go interrupt. Mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and that, that to me i would have been like this is a much better narrative than like D- destiny inserting herself on some bullshit but the show is intentionally bad so they exactly <laughs> yes so yeah so like i did also kind of feel bad for daisy because like that sucks like she's literally literally putting herself out there after destiny was successful and then being told this isn't the right time, even though Destiny just left. Yeah. Which was I mean, wild she got it. Me. She took it in stride and she got her time. But like, I feel like during Daisy's time, we revisited the good old days of Sam from season one, where Daisy's just crying and a mess. And Brad is like, I want to fuck you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wondering was where you were going with the Sam comparison, but yes, absolutely. I just why does men love crying women? I don't know. It's kind of predatory. It's gross. It it's is so really gross. gross. It is really gross. Um, but then we have like really literally after this, like it's elimination time. Yeah, we're just jumping into it. Jumping um, in. I'll let you take it from here, Ben. Who gets our first pass? So much to my chagrin, fucking. Destiny gets the first pass, which makes no sense. Zero sense. Horrible decision. I am floored appalled. by that choice. I am appalled. The gall, Literally, the gumption, whatever Chase said. The nerve, the gall, the gumption, absolutely. That, I was like, what the fuck? That don't make no sense. The second mm-hmm. one was Daisy, which, like, I think made more sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Personally, I like also just like in the construct of the show, I was like, I think Daisy is more likable, even though I don't quite get the hype around her eventually getting her own spinoff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can see her in the show. Maybe I'll fall in love. We'll see. But, and then the third is Ina, which like that, like, of course. I was like, obviously, but Ina should have been second. I, I agree. I thought Ina did so well this week, and I was like, I know third is fine, like, that's a great spot to be, like, she's still getting her flowers, I just wanted Ina to have more flowers. I agree, and I think, I think Ina, for me, going into this episode, I didn't have my girl yet, you know? And I think after this episode, Ina has really emerged as, like, my girl, you know, she's, I think she would be good for Brett. She's a good person, but she's also just likable. You know, I'm rooting for her. Whereas a lot yeah. of the girls I'm like watching as a train wreck, but I'm like, you know, like I'm really on her team. So I'm really happy that she got her spot in the top three this week. Absolutely. And like last week also like Ina, a, she was number one last week. We're yeah. team Ina. We love Ina. And then we get the bottom three. Of the week. So, like, the next, then it's Peyton, Catherine, Amber, Megan, and Jessica. Megan, Flop City this week. She plays pretty low. It's someone named Jessica, who was apparently on the show. Yeah. And then we have our bottom three, which is 
this bottom three to me was wild. Insane. <laughs> I was a oh, lord. It was Christy Joe, Angelique, and Roxy. Who, like, to be honest, in my mind, are all, like, cornerstones of this cast right now. Roxy has our VIP pass, ate the dancing mini challenge. Christy Joe, villain. Angelique, honestly, chaos. the personality and the chaos of, like, we're losing big guns no matter who goes. Yes, and I think out of the three, I think the one who makes the most sense to have gone home is Roxy, because I think yeah. they had the narrative where Roxy wasn't like going up to Brett or putting in effort, and so I was like, narratively, I guess this makes sense. Like she's shooting herself on the foot, even though I thought she should have stayed. But she I shot herself in the foot by being a decent person. Exactly. Like, not interrupting the date. But, like, I agree. She should have stayed, but I didn't see the connection for her and Brett. So, her oh, going, e- I guess. Not happy about it, but I see it. Yeah, like, I just think it was too soon. I think Roxy could have given us more. And then the other person who goes home, like... I'm shocked by this. I'm floored. I'm disgusted. I'm appalled. Really? Oh, my God. Who would have you... Would you have sent home Christy Joe? I would have sent home Jessica. Yeah. Like uh, me I, too. So the the person who goes home everyone is Angelique, which I uh, as someone who spends a lot of time thinking about the producing of reality TV, you want this woman on your show as long as you want. She has given us so much. You know she's going to give us so much more, and I honest to god think that after the burlesque club thing, I truly think they just went, this woman is a liability and is going to get us shut down. She needs to go. Oh, I I actually completely agree with what you said. I think that was the rationale behind Angelique's elimination is that like she just flopped. Like she didn't flop, like she's popping on camera, but they were like, we can't have her on the show. Roxy, I found interesting because I was like, but she's, like, so much more. I don't know. I think I would have sent home Jessica. Like, if Angelique didn't do this, I would Mm -hmm, have sent home mm -hmm. Jessica and Catherine. Yeah, that's fair. And, but if Angelique did do this, it probably would have been Jessica and Angelique for me. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I do. But this this is such an interesting cast this season, because, like I was saying, like, I don't have my girl yet this season, and there's no one aside from Ina that I'm necessarily, like, gung-ho rooting for, but we're only three weeks in, and the people that are going home, like, I'm a little bit gutted, you know? Like, at this point last season, we had our girls, and we were invested maybe three, four people tops. This time, I'm, like, loosely invested in a solid lot of them, you know? Like... I definitely, I think I have, like, my preferred cast. Like, I really like, I love Ina. I Mm -hmm. love uh, Megan, for the most part. And I really like Amber. Amber And Daisy is growing on me. Daisy is growing on me. For me so far, it's Ina, Megan, I agree with you there. And then I'm really pro-Payton, and I love Aubrey. I think those are my four girls right now. Oh, I would, Payton is also up there for me. I Aubrey and I are just in a weird spot. That's fair. Um, she doesn't know that. Nor will she probably ever know that. But like, <laughs> whatever. But that's our episode. We did it, Joe. We did it. And the, honestly, what a great episode. I like. I really think the stroller derby 
will go down in history is one of the greatest challenges ever oh, concocted. Hands down, iconic. And do you know what else would be iconic, Kyle? If you told the if, listeners where they could find us. And if they followed us. Although if you're listening, I'm sure you're already following us. You can find us at BH underscore Hunties on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, even though I have never made a TikTok in my life. And you can email us at bh.hunties at gmail.com. Yay! And don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, leave a five-star comment on the podcast, um, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see y'all later. Bye-bye. XOXO, your hunties.